When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, y'all. The OGs and new listeners alike. I am Randy, one half of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, and this is my indie episode. Now, indie episodes are individual episodes Mikey and I record. It's a way for us to honor who we are as individuals and not just who we are as spouses. Episodes will drop every Thursday or Friday <laughs> from one of us from our with our thoughts about a random topic. Today is my turn. And for my first segment, I'm going to chat with you a bit about being back in therapy. Uh, finally, I'm going to leave you with something at the end. And I hope you enjoy In 2010, thought I was doing something, and now I'm rapping with a crew or something. I guess the track don't really stick unless he's gluing something, and I never fit the shoe until I do or something. Yo, bracing myself like teeth, boy, it's the same old route on some new concrete. But homie, these tunes make you get a new ID. I'm trying to do my thing, but the commute ain't cheap. I'm on a two-day week for all this rap these days, and we can still pitch the track to all the wacky. So what happened was, I have been trying to figure out what to do in India about. There's actually been a lot going on, but it's just been, y'all, 2020 is something else. I don't have to repeat that, but we've been really busy in a good way and trying to get back to each other. If y'all have heard the latest episodes uh, especially the reintroduction one and then the are you shrinking yourself from me one and also trying to take care of ourselves um, Mikey's been having some blood pressure issues which is surprising but also not surprising because of the state of the world and just being black in America and I have started back therapy so we were doing marriage counseling and it was great we did three months and the only reason we stopped was <laughs> because um one of our therapists was really great. E, she was really great. But we stopped because we realized that a lot of our homework became being present with each other, spending time with each other because there wasn't anything wrong. Like there wasn't much she could, but much more she could do for us because we do a lot of the work ourselves, which is something she had recognized. And so her whole intention for us was to like get better at being here you know with each other and seeing each other and and having the conversations we avoid and and so it was great and yeah I mean and it was really nice to do something together outside of the podcast and just sit with each other and see what we are thinking 
but I guess one of the catches to like being who we are as a couple together is we catch on really quick. And so we're like every therapist dream when it comes to concerns homework. <laughs> we always do the homework. And so, um, yeah, so it just, it just was, yeah. So she was really, um, affirming and kind and sent us on our way to do the work. So I, after ending with her, we, I decided to get my own therapy from her recommendation too. And also, you know, just talking to my mom and just realizing I need to be back in somebody's chair, especially because a lot of my work deals with a lot of what I've been in there before was with cognitive distortions and you have to keep up with that stuff. But I realized that I needed, I needed like something else. Um, so I'm not necessarily seeing this therapist for cognitive distortion. This therapist focuses on self-esteem and understanding your value and, and understanding you're worthy. I've had lots of conversations with family members during this quarantine, during this pandemic, being in the house, um, being away from people has forced a lot of us, I know, to think and be still and consider things that we aren't, consider things that we aren't, um, that we haven't actually been given space to process. So I realized that I was having a really hard time with we, uh, what am I trying to say? We have talked a lot about our childhoods on our show. Some ha- some things have been very vague. Some things you can kind of read between the lines. Some things have been very transparent <laughs> and, and outspoken. And one of the things that I, I just realized that like I'm, I'm tired, y'all. Like I'm tired of feeling like I'm always going to be a victim. You know, I'm tired or like, I'm tired of feeling like I'm always going to be bad. You know, I feel like when you experience, especially as a child, if you experience anything as a child that isn't positive, um, it can do a few things. It can grow you up. It can help you out in a lot of ways. It definitely did. But also it's giving me this underlying concern of being bad, of being, um, not well and just feeling like I'm always going to be trapped. I'm always going to be this trapped little girl that can't that can't grow up um and can't be safe and we've we've had some people ask us to do a personality test and things and I did my I think it's pronounced Enneagram and I'm a six um type six I don't really know what that means like I mean I have the breakdown I don't understand why that's important like I don't understand it in a way of like I understand astrology (laughs) but if you heard that and you get it then yeah I'm a six and reading that was really helpful and it did talk about a lot of things that come up for me like the basic fear of like not being supported or not being guided um things that stick out for me are like you know am I bad am I safe will I be be betrayed and I know that comes from a lot of stuff as a kid that I can't seem to shake a lot of that is because it was unfair (laughs) and I injustice just pisses me off and I always wonder who I could have been had I not gone through half the shit I went through um, not in a, you know, some things you go through, but things that I felt like I didn't ha- need to go through that was, um, perpetuated by adults in my life. So I'm just, and, and I think that being a mom is really, has really affected me as well as really inspired me. My therapist has told me, like, she's like, you're inspired because I am inspired instead of just triggered me. You know, so it's, being a mom has really inspired me to get well. And so I started therapy to really work on this 
self-worth, self-value thing, self-compassion thing, because again, I'm tired of being tired of myself. (laughs) I'm tired of being tired of, I don't know, I think all my life, I feel like I've grown up around my issues in terms of like, I've been like a wildflower. I haven't necessarily bloomed in like the healthiest environments or environments that were very structured or clean and fertilized, but I still managed to grow. And, but my foundation is still a bit wild and rocky and that doesn't have to be a bad thing. And so I'm in therapy to figure out how to really love all the things about myself, including the things I hate. And I haven't been in therapy with this type of focus before. The first time I was in therapy for the miscarriage. And then I kept going because I got pregnant again. And I was afraid that it would be a boy. And like, would I be good to the son? And then I was afraid that it would be a girl. And so really working on like how to um, just be a loving parent and vessel regardless. And working on myself so that I'm not projecting my shit. And so that was what therapy was, that therapy was for. And now I'm back in it too. To work on Randy. So I don't have a lot to say about it now, though there has been a lot going on because I really want to come back to y'all at the end of this year to give you like a full rundown. The reason is my therapist is pregnant and (laughs) which is really exciting, but she, you know, she's about to go on maternity leave in December and she's made it very clear that she does not coddle. And she expects transformation and growth. And it's really exciting because she is not holding no punches and is making me work and I be sweating and it's great. And so I really want to actually, I know that we have a, uh, we usually grow with y'all with our stuff. So we, y'all are watching our things live in terms of like being unemployed and then moving to the Batcave and getting new jobs. Like all of that stuff happens live and in color. But I really want to bring back to y'all what like the what has happened by the time December hits you know if we make it so (laughs) if we all make it to December so yeah I'm back in therapy and it's been really good I will leave you with this though I will tell you this one thing she has me doing that I want to spread the good word about is as you all know or as many of you know I started yoga a few months back really to help with my anxiety and it didn't help that realizing or learning that anxiety is also a COVID symptom like it, it incites anxiety So that's also one of the ways people realize they have it. So I went, I started yoga to manage my anxiety and also manage my, just be, become one with my body and figure out how to love that too. So, and I told her about that and I also journal, um, I write journal entries to God. I always have, or really I started, I started years ago, but I write journal entries to God because I have always had trouble praying out loud. And that's mainly because I grew up in the church and I was, (laughs) that is another episode. I really do plan to talk to y'all about that. But I had this crazy lady um, who actually turned out to be very kind to me once I got older, but she was trying to get all the kids to speak in tongues. And, and I really, and I've seen adults speak in tongues and I wanted to feel it, you know, and I, I had never heard of like speaking in tongues on spot to prove that you love God and that you're faithful. And that's what she was requiring all of us to do. And she took us to this dark ass room and it was dim lights that she had us all go down the line and start speaking in tongues. And I was like, do I fake it or am I supposed to feel it? And when she got to me, I didn't feel it. So I didn't do it. And she told me I wasn't faithful and I didn't believe in God and she kicked me out. And so ever since then, I was like, oh, was I seven, eight? I never even told my grandmother 
I finally did to my grandmother before she passed and she was quite upset. <laughs> she was like, what? She was not happy to hear that that was how that went down. So ever since then, I've always had this trouble with praying out loud for long. And so I decided to write journal entries to God because I realized God can read, but I started journaling to God. And so I told her that I do yoga and I do these journal entries. And she was like, well, how about you do this? And so we write down, I write down my intention first. So like, what is my intention? So last time my intention was to figure out why I don't trust myself. What is this trust issue that I have in myself? And then I did yoga or breath work. If you're into breath work, I've tried breath work. I still like yoga more, but I'm open. So I did yoga and then I journal and y'all it's really been crazy. Like it really has like heightened my my like yoga and journaling practice and I wanted to spread that good word. So I think you should do that if you're open to it. This was her idea and I've done it I've done it about four or five times now and it's really helped. It's really helped. I can't really explain it outside of like I just I don't feel as confused and it's been really interesting to combine all of my like meditative practices because I usually don't journal when I do yoga and I don't do yoga when I journal and now I've combined them both and it's been really good. So yeah, I just want to keep y'all up to date about that. That's what's going on with me and yeah, and I am back in therapy and yeah, just want to keep y'all updated about what's going on with me. So two podcasts that have been in my rotation lately have been Reclaiming My Theology, which is hosted by Brandy Miller and a little juju podcast. And these are two different, they're, these are two different podcasts and I found them both in the same day. And I feel like that was God because, and I really will have an episode about this, but I will just give you, I just really, I mean, if you've been listening, you know, I've been really trying to figure out um, my relationship with myself, my relationship with Christianity. No, my relationship with Christians. And um, I grew up in church. I grew up as a Christian and I loved it a lot of the times. It was really hard other times. And even now as an adult, raising a daughter, being married, I'm, I'm just having to confront some things and critically think about religion and how I'm treating people and how people make me feel. And so anyway, I journaled to God and I was like, hey, God, (laughs) I miss you. You know, I know it's been a minute since I've journaled. I've really been trying to figure out if I'm still a Christian. And that may be wild for some of y'all, but I, I feel very comfortable and close enough to God to be like, hey, I need help. And I, I've said this before, but I had a really good friend back in college who was in ministry and she, um, or who was going to school for it after we graduated. And, um, she was like, you know, God wants to be talked to and wants to be asked questions and wants you to be curious about, you know, having a stronger relationship. And so I've been really trying to figure that out. And so I literally journaled. And then the next day I was on Twitter and somebody I trust, somebody obviously that we follow, um, retweeted one two different people retweeted both these podcasts and I was like okay God I see you y'all may think I'm over spiritualizing but I felt like it was right on time (laughs) but anyway reclaiming my theology is a podcast and community taking our theology back from ideas and systems that oppress and so again it's hosted by Brandy Miller and this season she is reclaiming 
the the topics are reclaiming theology from white supremacy. She also plans to do this reclaiming theology from patriarchy, misogyny, capitalism, homophobia, ableism, and more. So I am so happy I found this podcast. One, because I I I do not listen to many Christian podcasts at all. At all. This actually may be my first one. Um, and it's the, it's the, it's the best thing ever. It's just the best thing ever. And I really just want, if you have any thoughts or concerns about like, one, I was just texting a friend who happens to know this host. Um, cause I was like, girl, I found your doppelganger. And she was like, I know her. Anyway, I happened to be texting a friend and I was like, oh my God. Like I, it never occurred to me that I had been viewing Christianity from a white supremacist lens. And this whole season is about ways that white supremacy shows up in Christianity and why um, this is bad <laughs> and harmful and why people are leaving the church and leaving Christianity. And it's just been really eye-opening, y'all. I'm not doing it justice. Please, if you are interested, go listen to this podcast, please. The next one is A Little Juju Podcast. So, this host, she's practicing African traditional religion. She celebrates, the show celebrates the rapidly growing return of black folk reclaiming their indigenous spiritual practices while creating a space for us to laugh, question, and recommit ourselves to liberation through the ancestral tools given to us. Because unlike F-boys, the ancestors always call us back. I really enjoy this show. She practices African traditional religion. I cannot recall which one that she mainly focuses on, but... She's had um, black ministers on, black Christian ministers on. She's had, she's talked about like the history of witches. She's talked about um, ancestral things that, that have followed us through time. So like, I don't know about y'all, but I have black grandmothers. Right? One of them are still living in. They do very African things still, even though <laughs> they don't realize it, even though I didn't realize it, you know, the whole don't let someone sweep your foot with a broom don't walk under a ladder throw salt outside you know these little things that black people have kept for centuries no matter like what white supremacy and like slavery has tried to do to ourselves and so I thought that it was so profound that I found these two podcasts in the same day because especially after the journal entry to God because I am black and I'm African and I really want to understand myself more in that space. And also, I'm not ready, completely ready to give up on Christianity. <laughs> I'm really I'm not completely ready to give up on Christians. And there are lots of there are lots of people who have decided not to give up on Christianity, including queer pastors, queer theologians, people in the LGBTQ community, marginalized communities, especially those in poverty and black women. We just won't give up. And I don't, even though we have like no reason to keep having faith in these churches, or at least a lot of them, and the community, Christian communities, um, because we're just highly, like it's just a marginalized group in the community. And so lots of people haven't given up and I don't want to feel like I am without a fight. <laughs> I don't want to feel like I'm escaping. I don't want to flee. So I'm trying to figure this out. And so I'm really trying to figure out how to make it work. And I don't think that it's impossible to try to figure this out and also trying to figure out who I am as an African-American and as a black person in the diaspora. So I know that may be wild for some of y'all. Um, and if it is, if you feel like those two can't coexist, I really think you should start with Reclaiming My Theology. And yeah, so these are two podcasts that I'm really loving right now. And 
yeah, I I hope that y'all check it out. Let me know if you do what you think. And yeah. And finally, I'll leave you a quote for your pleasure. This quote goes, may you ask more and better questions. Homegirl interventions leave me with more questions than answers, but usually they leave me with far better questions than I begin with. May your curiosity be unceasing. And that is by Brittany Cooper, Eloquent Rage, which I have talked about on here, and I hope you read it. For ad-free and edited episodes, as well as exclusive early and extra content, join us at patreon.com slash Marriage. The Black Millennial Marriage Podcast is Indominal Sounds Network. Submit questions or feedback for the next solo episode. Email us at blackmillmarriage.gmail.com or leave a voice message at 770-750-4098. That could be featured on a future episode. Let me know what you think about this episode, y'all. It was just a little check-in, but I still love to hear from you. So let me know. Be sure to check out our website, www.blackmillennialmarriage.com and follow us on social media platforms. On Instagram, I am Randy, R-A-N-D-I-I-I-I-E-E-E. So that's four I's, three, e, three E's. And on Instagram, Mikey is Mikey underscore X-X-I. On Twitter, we are at underscore the Chapman. And as always, y'all, Thank you for listening. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.